This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. And we are back. Welcome to the Ninja Rob Podcast. I'm your host, JB. This is the most illustrious podcast in the world, of, of course, according to me. We are live from the Fortress of Grappletude. We're back at the Fortress of Grappletude. Not at the Banya, which I did enjoy, by the way. I thought it was cool. You seemed a little stressed out, Marco. Because I had to get a little... bunch of stuff done. You did. Yeah. You did. Timmy was right on top, right on top of everything when he was right there. Yeah, as usual. Man, the hardest working man on the podcast. Hardest, uh, that's it. Got us some, hardest working that's man. Got us, all, got us the room. Mm-hmm. Only cost me 10 bucks. Oh, what? Yo, I was truly afraid at the end. I was like, I'm going to fucking walk up to this <laughs> desk, and I'm going to get charged of this fucking room somehow. I was just like, you know, it only applied to you guys. But- Again, thank you for hitting play. If we hurt your feelings, it's your fault. Now, to my immediate right, the one, the only, Tim Carpenter. Tim, touch the people. Talk to the people. Let them know how you're feeling, buddy. Before, you, right. before Tim and, starts touching. Yes, uh, let's let Marco touch the people yeah. beforehand. Man. Yeah, someone hit you, me up said they loved you arguing with each other the other, week, the other day. You can... We, his, oh. his forehead. Son. Son. <laughs> Bro, like you outside, you were like, uh, nothing. Come on, let's. No, but it's been like this for a while, though. Haven't nah, you seen No, no, this is, there's something up. Nah? Uh, maybe it's because I was just got done training. My face was getting ground into the mat. Oh, that's what it was? Oh, well, let's, we, let's actually talk about your entire fucking <laughs> face. And Go how, ahead. And how disgusting it looks. Because ha- it looks like you have a combination of eczema, rosacea, yes. herpes gladiatorium. Gladiator- Where's the herpes? And. Uh, leprosy growing on your face and you're like oh no that just happens when i shave you might want to go to the doctor <laughs> this is classic yeah, no, it's classic I, I applaud everything you're doing right now this is keep going classic, go. classic this is Mark <laughs> which is what he's self-conscious oh, about his disgusting he's face. projecting it on you and he sees that i have some abrasions maybe a blemish or two on my forehead oh, or, or, or two a blemish or two yeah, there's a lot going on and he comes uh, in and he's uh, like woo. Like, what's wrong with your face? But it's all just to cover up. I didn't say what the fuck. It's I said, all just to cover up his slimy, I, 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 disgusting. It was out of concern. If yeah. nobody, no one else has the balls to say it to you, so I'm here to help you. Right. Right. Everybody in your life. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, Coach Tim. Yeah, Professor Tim. Oh, not nice, here. Nice. Not this guy. All right. That's it. Always bringing the truth. Uh, you that's, you might want to go maybe get some. Maybe we should go together. We'll go to Urban Care after this. <laughs> there you go. I'll be like, hey, I got a, I'll be like, hey, I got a zit on my forehead, but he's got something growing on his face that's been there for six months. Wait, wait, wait. I would say that's an outbreak. Whatever you have on your forehead is an outbreak because your skin is kind of like the texture of a basketball right now. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. There's a lot going on, man. It's like, it looks like, like we're working on ground meat. Like someone just sat and beat you with a small mallet. Yeah, you know what? It looks like. Had, like you know, the, it would teeth, be the tenderizer. The tenderizer. It would be odd to have cellulite on your forehead. Yes. But that's what it looks like. You have, you have forehead cellulitis. That's what you have, son. That's what it seems like. At least that's so wait, cellulite like, or cellulitis? Cellulitis would be like a staph infection. I don't know, bro. Maybe a little I don't bit. Know. Of, you know what? I don't know. Let's talk to the people at the Wuhan Virology Institute because this could be Stop what's cl- next. Stop cleaning cellulitis the mat with your face. Via cellulite. Vice. There you go. Yeah. But so these are mostly abrasions from from getting Most the from earlier training. today. Right? Our training, guys. Yeah. You guys wouldn't understand. I, I wouldn't. 
I don't. Marco, Marco. But, no, I just rode the bike today. Yeah. I do see it says Spalding up there. So okay, <laughs> nice, nice. It's a reference to the basketball. I got it. Yeah, yeah. He just he, he deadpanned you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Back sorry. To Timmy touching the people. So, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, training was great. Probably explains why my face is all fucked up. Got you. What's your excuse? Mm. I was born this way. What's oh, yours? Oh, 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 that's a quick one. That's a quick one. Everything else good. New dog. You, you're still you're vetting. Still you're still it. vetting for Mary. Nah, we, I mean, Harry, we're, Mary. We're pretty much approved. We got to Mary, do, Mary. We got to do some home visits. Okay. Wait, you home go, visits? Huh? Uh, All of a sudden, you're fucking dog like, social yeah, worker. What the Yo, fuck? Don't you guys pay into this thing? No. What do you mean? Do pay. They pay you, or they just give you the dog? You free. just get the dog. And so you just this is you, this is a charitable right. act yeah, they pay by you guys. You said that. Yes, like the time that you're spending vetting yeah. okay. and doing everything. But, I mean, we also get a dog. While because my dog just died, it's very lonely in a Rest house in peace without to a dog. Yeah, so the they give you a free dog to hang out with. And then and it's, it's a she's ride. a wonderful dog. She's an awesome dog. And we get a. Uh, I mean, they pay they pay for her food. They pay they give you a leash, a crate. They give you all the stuff she needs. Right. They give you toys if you want toys for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you keep her if you if you could? We could keep her. Yeah, if you but wanted to. If we if we wanted to, yeah. Right. And you I don't mean, want to there's keep her. definitely a part of us that's like, oh, we should just keep her. Right. But but you have. But found the, the, the point of fostering is is not to just adopt the dog. The point of fostering is to you give a dog that's going to be adopted a home until it gets adopted, and then you can the people that foster in general, they foster continuously. So they give, you know, once the dog leaves, and they get another foster. Gotcha. But you don't know what you can. Next, the next dog could be a psychopath. Could be right. But you have one, one can only hope. We're still looking for you. You're we got close a to finding got a, a forever home, a forever home yes. for this dog. Yeah, for F U R. That's why I said forever home. I get it. Yeah, I just can't. You just yeah. So we got to do like you said it. I fucking said it. Forever home. Oh, for the people that you so you couldn't see you forever home. Guys, I don't know why we haven't been picked up by some big uh, yeah, podcast. Who knows? Yeah. No, but I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do a home visit. Nice. I take the dog. To like a the fucking Can you imagine this guy knocking now. on your door? Yes. That's what It'd somebody else was nervous. Man. We nervous. So one of the guys at the gym said you call- sh- I should sleep over. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Just what? to make sure everything's Oh, what does she look like? <laughs> the next owner? It's a, it's a family. Come on. Okay. Hey, yeah, man. This is this is going to yeah, be. You, you know what they say when you hear prima nocte with the dog? There you go. Wait. They say that with this the dog? is why we're not going to get picked up on the national yeah. platform. Wait, are you saying I no, 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 with no. The dog? Let's, let's move away from this. We let's come on. Let's talk about January sixth. I mean, that's something you love. Anyway, uh, moving on. No, so now you're a dog social worker. All of a sudden, yes. So you're going to be vetting people to make sure Mary is in a safe situation. Yes. Is, is there any? I know this is you know big time secretive type of shit. Is there anything you can share with the people who might be thinking about fostering dogs? You should do it. That's that's it. Yeah. And that's now about you'll it. continue to foster dog once you get your fur ever dog. Once yeah. I get, is I got, I'm getting a puppy soon. Let's talk did you name it. the puppy? No. Okay. I'm still, I'm, I'm Roscoe? still Roscoe. We go with Roscoe. We could yeah. Roscoe P Coltrane. <laughs> See, you know Roscoe's whack. I name him Chuck. Roscoe, Roscoe P Coltrane is fucking whole, dope. Son. The whole name, yeah. Yo, that's gonna be my rap name, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe P Coltrane. Um, no, I'm not gonna name Roscoe P Coltrane. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> no. Luke, so nor, nor do I care. Over. How about Boss Hog? Boss Hog. Boss Hog. That's boss a good one. Bad, yeah. Or Luke and Luke. Yeah, boss Hog was Roscoe's. Was Roscoe's boss. boss? Of course. Boss isn't a bad name. Eh. Just Boss. No, Boss Hog would be. Yeah. They gotta have two. Yeah. I think dogs deserve. I'm the first total, and last name. Or just yeah. two names. Doesn't have because the, the last name. So what do you the, call? Your dog it? What do you is call gonna it? be Carpenter. What do you call? My dog is Bella Bear Parazzo. So if you call her, what do you Bella say? Bear. 
You say Bel Bear every yeah. time. Too many syllables. What do you mean? Two syllables. Way too many syllables. Yeah, they say you shouldn't. Bel Bear. They say you shouldn't. Three go syllables. Three. Who, who cares? You now, can name them whatever you want. Fuck Yeah, it's a you dog. I mean? You can do whatever you want to it. You know? And, well, not whatever. What you, I was Ho-ho, talking to my whatever. dog today, and I'm talking to her. Wait a minute. Start this again? You were talking I, to I'm your talking dog. to my dog today. As I say, I wonder what you hear as I'm talking to you. Right. Like, what is? What, what hears, are you processing? She hears, uh, you remember the teachers on Charlie wah, Brown? Wah, 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 Bella Bear. But what she gets is the emotion of what you're saying. Right. So... She doesn't understand the words you're saying. Obviously, she understands a few sounds, but it's mostly the emotion. That wait, you're wait, wait. She words. clearly. So, in some cases, she understands the words. When I tell her to sit, she sits. The sounds. She when I tell the her sound. the, the paw, she gives me paw. She understands the sound, not the word. She couldn't tell you what a paw is, but she can give me her paw when I say she paw. Can, yeah. yeah. So, are you saying that his dog's not that smart? Is that what you're saying? What are you talking about? Bella I don't Bear think for? my dog's as smart as I That's thought she was either. So, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And there we go, Timmy. How far out are we from your forever dog, Roscoe? Yo, we should. Yo, is that a? Is, someone should Google I'm, that. I'm pretty sure someone it's has been, that. Already. It's been taken. Damn. What forever? Forever, forever yeah, dog. Yeah, that's like a fucking. Hey man, just saying. Oh uh, uh, yeah, all of us. Oh yeah, yeah that's big in the dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, how much time we got before we get you know? I think I. I let me check. Um, I know some other deets to the whole story, oh, but uh, not not next week, but the following week, I should okay. be going down to Miss. So I probably won't be here for the podcast. Maybe we can do it at the Bonnie on Tuesday again. I don't, I don't so know. successful yeah. the first time. Yeah. And I kind of stressed Marco out. Having, having to carry a, a bag that weighed seven pounds to the Banya, but I think you can handle yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what? I don't I think, think I can. I don't well. think you give me enough credit for what? For everything I do for the podcast. What do you do? I, I host it. He does all of he it. I. I arrange all the equipment. Yep. You arrange. So you, you pull wait, a wait, little. Wait, 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 you wait. arrange all you the equipment. You ask me what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's, telling you. I think I do more. Specificity. Okay. I do more. I upload the podcast. I clean mm. the audio. I run it through an algorithm, cleans the audio. I get it onto iTunes. Yeah. I, I saw him do sure. it. He gets stressed out. The yeah. other day he was stressed out. Upload. Upload. Yeah. A lot of loads. That in. handles getting it onto iTunes and all that shit. You press like one button. Well, like what you've told me before is you press like one button, it goes onto all the platforms. You know what, man? Like I said, you don't appreciate everything I do no, for I this podcast. I don't. Right, you're, right, you're I agree. If I don't hit I those buttons, this podcast doesn't get and out. And if I don't drive hours and hours and hours on Sundays, hours and we hours. We don't even have a podcast. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Yeah, are you replaceable? You get no. Bro. No, come on. You know how many people have, have sent me their CVs, their resume? That's it. I'm bro. sure. Get I'm rid sure. of dead weight over there. And yet their you CVs. haven't taken any of them. So, you know what? I appreciate what you too me? much. You're one of my dearest friends. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And this, <laughs> you wouldn't want to come out of this. Guys? You hear that? You hear that, guys? Dearest friends. So so it's looking good. We'll, a couple weeks, we're getting a new dog. So I know this is what we have to do. We have to do two home visits. For the, This is for Mary. For Mary. Okay. And then after that, I think we have to do a six-week checkup on the dog and like an eight-week checkup. Damn, Just son. to make sure the dog's okay. Um, Can you take the dog? Like you could. I think so. If the dog's oh, not could, okay, you like bro, you give, could, me, uh, give me that motherfucker. Repo the dog? There's a dog repoing? I think there's a trial uh, period. Well, do you think they'll can... rename the dog? Yeah. She already said she wants it. We would we would rename the dog. What would you right. what have you what would you what personality does Mary have? I was gonna say Olive. I was I was gonna name her Olive. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move it on. Marco, wow, let's man, that was fucking, was like a, pretty mm. terrible. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Touch the people, Marco. They want to know what's going on. What's going on, buddy? Trying to think. Yeah. Nothing? How's no. the remainder of you guys Tuesday? I do want you to check in. Are you, oh, yes, ready? you ready to check in? Hit him. Hit him with the check in. 
Everything's great. Okay. How was the rest of your Tuesday, which happened to be Valentine's Day, which I wanted you guys it's to... It's pronounced Valentine's. Okay. <laughs> Valentine's. Uh, I wanted you guys to like tell the world again how much you guys love each- oh, your yeah. wives he and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. He set us up for last week to and then shout, our wives, right, out, and then, uh, shout our wives out. Nothing. You killed it. Nothing. I, I celebrated... My wife and I celebrated on Wednesday, the day oh, after. Awesome. Nice. We went out to breakfast, and we went to the Penn Museum. <sighs> yeah, we had a beautiful, Man. beautiful day. It Man. also falls into... Our 14th wedding anniversary what? that we celebrated that. as well. Yeah. Every day is Valentine's Day. Am I, am I. When you're married to Nicolette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So you didn't do. So that means you didn't do shit. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. You just yo. You just did all your regular day. Now, is your wife and a you card, card person? No. She like, so she, she. I think I don't know if I ever. I remember because my mom would always give cards at like Christmas and stuff. Nice. And she was like. Your family gives like lots of cards and stuff. Like, what yeah. is that? My is wife that's is huge that's what into greeting cards. White people do. So I think like huge uh, I guess, greeting cards. Yeah, uh, I hated them. Her family never did any cards, which is great. So I don't do cards. So you don't have to. You, so you don't. She's not interested. Yeah, I mean, I never was a fan of getting cards to begin with. I thought it was I would silly. get cards. So this was my rule for cards. I wouldn't read them. I was like, look at them, and and if it, ha- I, I would always it had to have look a lot of words. Money. No, it would have to have a lot of words. Like, I have to open it, and if it covered the entire inside or it had, like, two, oh, when you're, six when paragraphs. You're picking, when you're picking yes, a card? when I'm picking a card, I'm like, all right, I'm not reading it. I'm I looking to, at it with the color I, I is, love a boom. good joke card. I would always, my dad would always give me, like, fart joke cards. Oh, no, there you go. Um, he must have saw into your I would always, I would always <laughs> get my mom cards from the ebony section. I think the mahogany. This is the yeah, truth. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. He's talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it's funny. I gave my mom a mahogany card. I, I don't think I noticed it. I don't. I don't think she noticed mahogany? it. Mahogany. It's not ebony. Isn't that what it's, it's called? Mahogany. No, it's mahogany. Ebony's a magazine. Yeah. And or mahogany's color. a wood. Yes, but it was the name of the. Why don't uh, they just call them black lady cards? <laughs> you know what? You should call Hallmark, Hallmark and see if they <laughs> yeah. need you in the, yeah. in the yeah, t- yeah. on the team, bro. Yeah, we get check out my mom. Check out. And how did your mom? Did your mom ever say anything? She loved them. She never noticed. Yeah. No, but she noticed. She so, noticed. Nah, my nah. son's so inclusive. <laughs> this it. is what she's thinking. So it was, yeah. yeah. But you would specifically look at. Go I would get go. These. I would shoot right to the mahogany section mm-hmm. and Got get you. and get the most sentimental yeah. card. Was it next to like Jet magazine? It's all the same. The word. It's just, yeah. loving someone is loving someone, no matter yeah. what the card. Yeah, is that go. is that true? Well, you tell uh, us. What do you mean? What's it like loving a black woman? Well, I've I've loved plenty of them, but. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to tell but you what it was. I'd have to tell you what it was like this, to love a white woman. This man knows nothing about white women. <laughs> let me let me interject. Okay, I've had a few. Right? Okay, no, 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 no. We're not going in that direction. But so it was a gag, but she didn't get it. Yeah. So is it really a gag at that point? Yeah. And did you tell her? Yeah, like, it was her, a gag for me. You let her go to her grave. Yeah. And you never you never let her off. Never the hook. told her. No. Hey, mom. You know, she, like wh- those last couple weeks, I need to get something off my chest, mom. I gave you cards from the mahogany section. Just right. to fuck. Nah, she. So who would thought mom, it was funny? Just I, you. Yes. That's it. That's all that matters. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. It's kind of like his humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not funny. By, good. By the way, let's go. If you are in Philadelphia, the Penn Museum is fantastic. Right. right. Should go. I spent an hour in one fourth of the Etruscan exhibit. Oh, what? You Etruscanating? Pre, okay. Uh, uh, pre, they're the you know pre-Roman. Okay. People in Italy. 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 Nice. Yeah. Very unfortunately, uh, a, a lot of Greek influence there. But what, what can you do? Nice. What's the, how much does it cost to get in? What's I'm a the, member. So I, wouldn't I, know, oh, I wouldn't know. How straight, much is the membership? Cost? Stuck I, I, I don't people. know. I went. So again, we took the kids on a school trip. I was there as one of the chaperones. And as a gift to all the kids, they gave all the kids a family membership. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's a, it's a fantastic museum. Your wife would appreciate it. 
I, you maybe I don't know. Were you into What's history? The last museum you were in, Timmy? Uh, were, we, were we in Bilbao, Spain? The museum of Terror in uh, Hungary. Yeah, so this the is museum an actual real museum. No, this is a real one. It's about uh, World War Two. So you, there's a beautiful Egyptian exhibit, Asian, or as I like to call them, Orientals. My wife gets on me for that. Yeah, nice. Those are beautiful. Yeah, I um, the best museum I've been to was there's two. One was the Museum of Death. And the other one was the Museum of Broken Relationships. Those where, are both really. They're are both, they're both in L.A. They were like a block away from each other in L.A. Are, you, have either of you guys an, ever been to the Muter? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. okay. Medical oddities. I like. I enjoyed it. It's cool. Was, and I've also been to the Museum of Sex. It's in Manhattan. It was. It's a really good one too. I went in Iceland. We went to. The, there's like a penis museum, and they just I have all different like animal penises and stuff. Um, I think I went to a museum, but I don't think there was. Animal penises in it. It was. Like, it had like whale penis. It's like it you know, a, four feet long. Yeah, but it's thin, right? Very thin and narrow. Oh uh, no, it was pretty, pretty girthy. Okay, nice. How look, would you rate it? You could handle it. No, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I could handle Mr. it. Mr. Hand. Uh, yeah. Um, whatever. Was that no. Mr. Hand? Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Got you. What's your, so you enjoyed that? Had a great time. Yep, beautiful time. We went Timmy to did breakfast. nothing for his wife. Yeah, okay. no, this was Valentine's Day. This was the, the day, day after, after they, Valentine's they observed Day. It Your day. celebration of Valentine's Day included the Etruscan Museum. No, not an Etruscan Museum. The Etruscan exhibit. An exhibit. An exhibit. Right. And an then Etruscan the exhibit. Oriental exhibit. Or it was an a Egyptian yeah. Orientals. Nice. <laughs> yep. Right. So I'm going to bring up something that's really um, probably going to be controversial. Okay. Let's hear it. And I heard this on TikTok. Oh, the, the highlight of controversy. So Do you have a TikTok? No, but I, it was like, you know how... In, Don't you we can, all have TikTok? You, you, you watch, watch it TikTok? on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big Instagram guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys use Twitter? No. no. Not a big Twitter guy. I don't have any of I'm surprised. Ever since Elon took it over, you haven't gone on, over to Twitter? No. no. He's not big with words. What was a bigger disaster? There we go. For the United States. January 6th or 9-11? <laughs> Timmy. Probably 9-11, I would say. Help? I would say 9-11. Why would you say 9-11? Why don't you elaborate um, on that? People died on 9-11. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. Oh, so, okay. So, what's a, what's your threshold for death? I think, what, one person died on January 6th? I don't one, think, too, I, one too many. I, th I don't think anybody actually died on the 6th. I think yeah. somebody died, like, no, the next day. did a woman get shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was one. Uh, one, one of the uh, one white woman was shot yeah, by yeah, a yeah, black this criminal officer. that was sold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was she? She was. Uh, she was told not to go into somewhere. She was shot. Yeah, she was an unarmed white woman shot by a black police officer. It's strange. Um. But I would say, did you? Can you January add some 11. more context to that? Was did, did he or did he just he just walked up on and popped there? What I was think that? so. Yeah, that's not how. That, come on, bro. Come on, stop. No, you asked him Seriously. for context. He gave. She said he, he whitewashed it. He, of course, yeah. he did. No, but I think she I'm was saying. she was crawling through honest. a window, and uh, she got shot. Yeah, so it was it was an interesting question that was posed. I likely, I don't know if it was somebody from like Prager University or a, a right. Uh, when you say wing, it almost sounds bad, but somebody that leans to the right was on a college campus asking clearly somebody that is left-leaning or left-wing the same question. The, is left-wing, is that left-wing? Left so wing? did anybody yeah. say that January 6th was worse? I mean, if it if it's left and right, really? if, if this is the game, then he, yeah, it, it, listen, he's not going on this campus to fucking to, everybody be like, what do you think? Okay, you're right, and that's it. No, we need fodder. It's like, so you know, it's like the bullshit. What would you say? I, would, I mean, for me, it's an easy slam dunk. January 6th. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean, you can't compare. I'm sorry. Like, January 6th sucked. There, well, there's been no, like, uh, nothing happened after January 6th that changed the United States and the way we live. 
You know what I mean? Like it didn't affect air travel. It didn't affect. Like, yeah, I don't it's, think, it's I don't think like, we're not doing that though. I, we're not, we're like, not measuring this. I'm right? saying like January 6th had almost zero effect other than the day you saw it on the news. Like, oh shit, that's crazy. But after that. It, you mean zero effect on you personally? On anybody. Who did it affect? I, I don't I don't know. I'm asking. You, you're the one that's talking about it. So, But September 11th was fucking like scary for everybody. So you know? I agree with you on that. Like, I, when so January's, what's your criteria for the fact for 9-11 being... What, what was the question the guy said? What was worse? Yeah, exactly. What was worse in, I think I'm going to say either historical you know context. It's pretty fucking loaded. Like that's some. For 100%. And, it's a, and it's he a knows. False equivalency. He, he knows who he's asking it to. Yeah, that's what right? I said earlier. Right. And, and it's setting him up where you would hope, right, that a terrorist attack that killed thousands of people would, I don't want to say resonate more, but would, would be m- more difficult for a nation. Right. Then what happened January 6th, where basically you had a bunch of idiots. It was it would be as if my whole neighborhood got up and tried to take over City Hall. Yeah. Right. It's like, OK, I'll take over. Just kind of ran through it. And but, then but, like, to try to take over. like sit in the chairs yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it, there's it, it's very difficult to compare the two because one of them has unbelievable international and national historical significance. And the other one. How's it going to be viewed in 50 years? So this is the thing. Is the people... So he was on a college campus? Pretty sure. Probably a good amount of people he was asking weren't even alive. Yeah, that's a, this for, is why this is a false equivalent. September 11th. So, they didn't, this, so yeah. they didn't... They've heard about it, but they they weren't it's, there to experience it. It would be like... It's a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. January 6th just happened. Or, but was, was what was worse? Pearl Harbor or 9-11? 9-11. There's, there's a... a, a what? 9-11. Okay. Easy. And man, I, that's a tough one to say. Military base versus civilians. That's the. I know, but it's still. I mean, still the loss of human the life. Day living and in, then on, what sir. happens is, if if Pearl Harbor doesn't occur, we don't enter into World War Two. Okay. Right. So. So that would have been worse because then Hitler would run the world now. If we yeah, never got well, yeah, and, and a dream come true Hitler for you. Sent, Hitler sent. No, but Hitler not, was uh, running. Hitler was the guy that ran, started World War Two. He ran World War Two. Right, he was in so charge. He, he did. He was the bad. He was the bad guys. You know what? This is a great way to end this fucking <laughs> stupid fucking section of whatever the fuck this stupid shit was called. Moving on, UFC last night. What do we think, Timmy? Did you watch it? I watched a couple fights. Okay, I watched Jim Miller's fight. Nice, which was a really good Man, fight. Man, he's still fighting. He, he looked great. Is I this bully beat down Jim Miller? He lost no, a very competitive guy, right? fight. Like it was. Uh, I saw some people had him winning that fight. Yeah, he could maybe. Wait, is it the same Jim Miller who from the brothers from him and his brother yeah. from North, North Central yeah. North Jersey? Oh, okay, yeah, he's got. I think. I think he has the most wins in the UFC. But he's got. Uh, I think he has over forty fights in the UFC and without ever having a title shot. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's ever had a title shot. Um, but it, it was. It how was much just, money how, do you think Jim Miller he? takes with forty fights? He probably gets How a good amount Miller? of money. He's uh, 39 or 40. Okay. And this isn't the guy. What was the name of the guy on MTV that was on MTV? Bully Beatdown. You were on Bully Beatdown, weren't you? No. What were you on? I was Strelka you're thinking of. Strelka, yeah. <laughs> no, I want to forget Strelka. That's what I want to forget. Comic Book Man? <sighs> That's a bad one, too. All right, no, that was moving awesome. On. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, any, did you watch any of the fights? I missed. And, I didn't and know. The, what did you uh, think? The Andrade fight. fight the, uh, I saw that she lost. Yeah, Andrade did that got, girl just ragdoll her or what? No, it was very. It was very competitive in the first back and forth. The girl was landing well on Andrade, but Andrade had hurt her a couple times. And then 
and the second she hit her with like a inside trip it was weird as soon as they hit the ground it looked like the girl was like done i don't know if it's that's how good blanchfield is or if like she was hurt or something but it's like she hit the ground and andrage was done like andrage hit the ground blanchfield just stepped over past the side mount andrage turned away she jumped on her back and choked her it was it looked a little weird the way that andrage just kind of like because she's been in plenty of fights and she's never I mean, she's fought she's, rose namayunas whaley yang she's fought joanna jaychik she was the champ wasn't she yeah Didn't she, she, could, she knocked out rose namayunas yeah, with that big dunk. that was, that was, I think it was for the title yeah, yeah, so, yeah so she's been mm-hmm. in big fights yeah so it was i've heard a lot about that blanchfield well, did you see remember what she did to the meatball molly yeah yeah her grappling looks great so the inside trip was super nice like like textbook but then she just passed side mount and then choked her it was it was cool Right. So that uh, which match, in your opinion, was the highlight? That one of the two that you watched? Uh, yeah, that one. Gotcha. That one. Ha- that was more. That was the nine eleven of last night. <laughs> Jim <laughs> Miller. Jim wow. Miller, Jim. That was the nine eleven. Jim Miller's fight was the January sixth. Yo, do you think? I don't want to go back into this. But no, right wing. <laughs> Every time you, guys you try to put, get out, they pull you back. Yeah, in. it's because it's like this soft right wing bullshit. So, <laughs> what? Um, do you think it's disrespectful to to say something like that? No. Okay, that's too, it's okay that's, for you to joke about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How about I mean, I Pearl heard a guy, Marco. I, I heard a guy make a joke about Auschwitz, which was interesting. Foot, let's, let's, nah, I'm good. Hey, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm you good. sure? Yeah. I'm, With I'm, enough time in between, you can make a joke time. about anything. So has it been enough like, no, time for the happened, Holocaust? No, 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 what do you think, Timmy? What? How, how many Holocaust jokes can you can you Many's kick out you right want. now? Oh, I don't know any Holocaust jokes. Yeah, and guess who was making the Auschwitz joke? Louis C.K. Hey, man. Yeah. If anyone wants to do it, he's a comedian. That's what Can he does. Matter? A comedian made a joke. Uh, Got you. Who cares? Nice. You don't right, care. You okay. don't care. You know? no. All right. I, I, I like how, you, how you're just laissez-faire about that. Yeah, uh, being very dismissive. Yeah, Minimizing right, as they yeah. call it. Well, about a comedian making a joke. Okay. I just about want, the, about but the I want you to be that way Should with I other be, things, too. I am. With, okay. With right. everything. Yeah. Gotcha. So, Marco, you put up. Yes, sir. What's up? The controversy on Makashev and this IV. What, is it a yes? Is it a no? Is it legal? Is, is it, it not? Illegal? Is, what's right? going on? Yeah. I started reading it, then I realized you fucking guys aren't going to read it. So why the fuck should I sit here and read it? So go ahead. What do we think, Marco? You put it up. Uh, if it's more than a hundred milliliters, right. it's illegal, and it has and a hundred milliliters is nothing, and it has to be administered by a physician. A, a for, yeah, for for how many milliliters sort of, are in that? Uh, if this is It'll more than a, this, this is a thousand milliliters. So a liter less. is a thousand milliliters. Okay, yeah. so it's way less than that. Yeah, it's a, a tenth, tenth of this. Tenth yeah. of this. <laughs> Can you imagine getting a tenth of this? Like, <laughs> that's what, not, that's yeah. nothing. It's not even worth getting stuck. How do they, but what proof do you have that it's a hundred milliliters or a thousand milliliters? Right. Well, if it was done by a medical professional, the medical professional would be able to tell you. And and if it was more, not under doctor supervision, they'd be like, "We yeah, gave." Yeah, but if the if the medical professional's last name is Hermagamagamoff, there you go. There's a mm, lot of mm, letters. Um. So and here's the other thing is that. That doesn't matter because the Australian Commission has a complete ban on IVs. So the uh, USADA allows and the UFC allows for 100 milliliters. Australia says zero, zero IVs no matter what. So did he cheat? Yes yes or no, Timmy? Yes. He cheated. Marco, what do you he, think? Re, if, if that's what the Australian Commission says and they they have jurisdiction now over that over that fight, then clearly 100%. So is, if, if, he, if he did do that, then yes. So but what, what does the UFC do? Right. If he they broke some Australian commission rule. I like the way you said that. Why? I don't know why. Just some Australian commission Australia, rule. Wait, you were in mid burp right there. You, I think so. You were fighting. A, I was fighting a hiccup, actually. <laughs> That's what it was. Right? 
an Australian commission rule, will they strip Makashev of the title? Will they fine him? Will they do whatever? Who knows? Yeah. Or will so, they do, who, yeah. will they do nothing? Oh, so they're, so the, the Athletic Commission of wherever they Perth, wherever they were in Australia, are they the governing body? Can they make that decision or does the UFC strip? I believe. It's the UFC's title. So I believe exactly. what the Athletic Commission do is say it was a no contest. So they can officially... They could we think they, this they is would, all speculative. Yeah, yeah. Wow, right, right. But I believe all like the most that they could who do is say who owns the record, huh? Mm. Who owns the record? Like, I would say the, the UFC. Actual, the, the UFC. Who, if if it's the UFC's record, then the UFC decides if it's a at that point decides if it's a no contest or not. Well, I think the athletic commission because like the fight happened there under their jurisdiction, right? So. They could say it's a no contest, but like the UFC could be like, no, it was a win. Right. Like, right. historically, who's the historian that holds this, to, to, that keeps this record alive? Yeah. I mean, somebody say UFC. Well, it's the commission, I'm assuming. I don't right? know. No, no it's, it's not. Is, what is the, the commission? The commission job? is the arbiter of the rules that they set. But they, the okay. judges and the ref. So if the ref calls it a no, you know what I mean? The ref works I for the commission. I understand that, but somebody has to write this down somewhere. Right. So what if- Who is the guy that writes it down I would say the to ath- keep the official record? The official, the official record, record would be the athletic commission. The, but the, does the athletic the commission keep the official record for every single fighter? I would assume that's if the what athletic job commission, is, uh, if keep the any record. fighter that fights in Australia, because they say- They sanction the fight. Yes. And they have the fighter's records. They say, Alexander Volkanovsky fought here uh, five times- and one was a no contest. They would have that record, but right. and it happened under their jurisdiction. So the official record would be whatever they say. The UFC could be like, we don't recognize the Australian really? Commission anymore. But, but that's that would seem bad for business. That would be weird. That would be, that'd weird. be weird. So let, let's before. So you both agreed, which is very odd, that it's it would be it's it was he cheated. So do if they, he broke the commission's rules, he, then if yes. he got an IV, he cheated. Yeah. Okay. So does this mean without the IV he would he would have definitively lost to uh, Volk or no, no, nobody knows? Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's right. difficult to say. He, I mean, I doubt that he would have done better. Okay, but would he have done more worse for lack of a, a, a better way to say it? Gotcha. Would, would he have done worse? Right, badder, badder, lesser, whatever. What do you've done worse? More worse. Not, more, I, like, I like more worse. More, most know. worse. <laughs> yes. Le- less better. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah, I got you. Would he have done less better not getting that IV? And would that less better have cost him one of those rounds that was up for up, up for grabs? So is this this is this seems like this is great fodder for running it back in the rematch. Yes. Timmy, do you think this I think is the a fight good... itself was enough great yes. fodder? Yes. But this just gives you a little bit of ammunition for, the, for, for trash talk. On both sides, too, right? On the the, the guy, the, yeah. the head. Do it the, in Australia again. Guys. This time you can't get an IV. You can say that, you know. It was funny because Volkanovsky said it in an interview. He was he did a post or pre? Uh, post. Before Dan Hooker had like put it out, Volkanovsky made a joke about it in an interview with Helwani like that night or something. He was like, yeah, maybe if he didn't have an IV, I would have, I would have got him. He said it before, like all the news had come out, mm. and uh, I think um, Helwani didn't really get the joke. He did like, so it was like he they, they knew. He, it, nobody, nobody really knew when Volkanovski made the joke, and then later Hooker put the tweet out about it. Gotcha. And that's when people started talking about it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's hopefully they do the fight again. Um, Moving forward, what do you think? Sh- should IVs? Why? 
I, I think know. it's fucking ridiculous. So Why two things that illegal? I think are ridiculous in the UFC is the and I'll oddly agree with Joe Rogan on on this one. The elbows, twelve to six elbows being illegal is fucking stupid. Okay, right, but that's a that's a commission rule and IVs is fucking insane. They know that everybody cuts weight and the best way and the to, healthiest way and the healthiest way to rehydrate is via IV. Why would they not just make it standard fucking practice? It should be done through through, through the, the UFC. Yep. Through the UFC or the commission should be the ones in charge of re they shouldn't be in charge of keeping people from dehydrating. They should make sure people are hydrated. So so you know what they should do then? If so they're gonna ban IVs the health, the they protocol. should fucking ban sauna use prior Prior well, to weigh-ins. I think the Athletic Commission has something that they said, no use of sauna in order to dehydrate yourself. So they say that in the uh, Australian rules. So everybody is fucked. Yeah. Right. Everybody cheated if you use the sauna. Nah. Everybody cheated. So how, when should this fight occur? For the end of the year? What do we think? Outside the of, of the year. After, yeah. Gone, yeah. after Gone Jones. Okay. Well, we de definitely, it's definitely going to have to have um, after that. But this might be a good end of the year fight. This might be a great November. Yeah, when yeah. do they stop? Their, their last shows are usually hey, November. We're just in February. We got to wait ten months for these guys to fight hey, again, bro. Well, we, they still got to do the build up for Jones, and then the summertime. No, Jones is in. It's like in like two, three weeks, isn't it? Three weeks, yeah. It's in March. March fourth, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's like fourteen days All right, away. Summertime. That's when I'm getting my August? puppy. Was he getting your pup? Yeah. Getting the pup. So August. Soon. No, I, I would, would say, say before sooner. that. I would say three, four months from now. No. Now, was any other was there any other reports coming out of that fight? Any significant damage? Any controversies in the camp outside of the the IV? They, the um, so when all the IV stuff came out, um, Islam's manager, that guy Ali, right. put out a tweet that said, um, "It wasn't cheating. You're the uh, the UFC allows you to have a thousand milliliters, or it's, it can't be more than a thousand milliliters because he didn't know it was like a hundred. So he wrote a thousand or something or ten thousand, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he immediately like, took he, it down right. because. But somebody so they say, like, that right? was like that was like an admission that he yes. had got an IV. Yeah. So he uh, took it down like right away. Um, when I guess when he realized that he got the numbers wrong. Right. Well, maybe his math. He is a he's Dagest, maybe his Dagestani math is off. Well, I he's, think his Ali's is not Dagestani. He's okay. a, yeah. That's all I got, guys. That was that was all I got on that point. So. So that's gonna that'll be a we, we all want to see that run back. What happens on the run back? I I am such a Volkanovsky fan. I think Islam is clearly unbelievably talented and an an amazing fighter, especially after seeing what he did to Charles Oliveira, who is unbelievably good. But the last thing you want to do is give a confident guy more confidence, and just thinking that two things happen: the guy cheated, and I think he thinks just, he won. Yeah. And a thing or two changes, and he clearly wins that fight, or he drops him earlier in the fifth round. He finishes him. A, a, a more confident Volkanovsky is so much right. more dangerous to Islam Makhachev than he was prior to this. I think it's crazy because prior to this fight, Volkanovsky thought he could beat him. Now I think Volkanovsky believes he can beat him, and that makes him even much more dangerous. He is the most confident fighter I've ever seen without being arrogant. It's fucking amazing. Hit That playbook should be what all champions aspire to. Volkan the answer to that is Volkanovsky wins. Yes. Timmy. I agree. It's um, I think a big thing about fighting Islam is people are freaked out when he actually gets a hold of them. Like they can grapple with guys all they want, but when a guy like that gets a hold of you and you feel like how strong he is and like 
you know, you're unable to stop him from doing what you normally do. But now that he's felt it and he said, he's like, he's not that strong. So that means like Volkanovsky must be fucking super strong. Right. But, uh, I think that's a big, like you said, it's a big confidence booster. Once you feel something, you're not scared of it. So any unanswered questions he had have been answered. Right. Yeah, and just so and are, for are you, you're also saying Volkanovski will yeah. win the rematch. I mean, I'm I, think say he, I think he Hold won the two. last one. So okay, got so you. and Volkanovski changes two, three things at the most. What can Islam do to make it when they run it back that Volkanovski doesn't win? Yeah, I don't know if um, what the one thing I thought of was like Magachev might have been trying to make a statement with striking with him for so long and not really pushing the takedowns like maybe he didn't take him down more because he wanted to he felt he was having success on the feet and if he goes into the next fight like i'm not fucking around on the feet i'm just going to take him down and smother him for five rounds that's the only thing i think that makachev could do would be change his sort of strategy but uh yeah i couldn't i couldn't necessarily tell you when i was watching the fight i was like, man why is he standing up with him why isn't he like trying to take him down more he didn't shoot a ton of takedowns um but that was the only thing I thought. The and only the way- one time, and this was something that George St. Pierre was likely going to be the best ever at, is that the, the timing, the double off of yeah. some strikes. When he hit him with that, I guess it was in, the, was it the second round? or the I forget I which round. The, I think it was the third. It but. was the third round where that he hits the beautiful level change and just fucking double legs him. Yeah. But every other takedown attempt was not set up like that. Yeah. And way harder to get, even when they got to the ground. Everything was a struggle. Now, if I remember correctly, with a lot of Khabib's fight, Khabib wasn't a level change and shoot guy. It was more press, drag you to the floor, maybe some outside leg trips, inside leg trips, not a level change and shoot. And maybe that's where Islam is thinking, all right, this guy's already shown that he could defend these. If I keep going more and more and more, I'm only going to get more and more tired. And I've not really gone five rounds a ton of times. So that could be why he, he preferred to strike with If him. for some reason they don't do a rematch, who should Makovchev fight or you know, however you pr- want to pronounce it? Um, who should he fight next? To, there's a couple guys, I think, after, especially after seeing uh, Volkanovski's fight, is Benil Dariush. I think has a really good chance of so beating him. So tell me, because I'm not high on Dariush, but sell me on him. So you should watch his last fight against Gamrot, who's a, I forget, he's a very high-level wrestler. Okay. And he was able to basically shut down of all of Gamrot's wrestling and come up on top and scrambles. He would, like, if he defended a lot of takedowns just by, like, kind of getting out of them. Right. But at first, Gamrot would take him down. He would roll under for, like, a leg lock and use that to come back up. Okay. Um, so And he's got vicious striking. So, yeah, and, he, me, and he never gets tired. Darius looks like he should be like on the Isle of Crete selling fish. Mm. Not, well, have you seen him fight? Uh, once or twice. Not, no, uh, watch his more recent fights. He looks, uh, he, he's looking really good. And his last fight against Gamrot was the one that I thought Gamrot was going to like just hold him down for the whole fight. Okay. And, uh, and Gamrot's stuff on the feet, but he... Um, so you think Dariush is a guy that can give? He's, I believe, he's fighting Charles Oliveira next, and I think he'll beat Oliveira. Um, and then after that, I think hopefully he fights Islam. Who else in the division? Um, the other guy, Sarukian. That's the guy he beat he him a, in a decision. It was a competitive fight years ago, and that guy's a much better striker with solid enough wrestling to to make Islam to to stifle Islam so he can work on the feet. But the only problem with that guy is he doesn't seem to like 
be a serious finisher, like the, like trying to finish people. But I think he's got the skills. I think the guys like Darius and Saruk, you know, the two guys I think have the best chance. I don't think Oliveira's got a chance really. And the guy that knocked Makashev out earlier in his career is no even he's not even in the UFC anymore. Yeah. What elements of the fight would you use to uh, help Volk win the next one, Marco? I mean, I, th- I think they just need to whatever they. So clearly, Islam is going to change some some things to to be able to win again. But if you're Volkanovski, you continue to do more of the same. There's really no need to change that much. Maybe where you're like, man, Volk, you were pretty close to finishing those takedowns. If you're you work that a little bit more, could you fucking imagine? Yeah, like if he comes out in the next fight and fucking double eggs him right away. Well, like uh, Leon Edwards did to uh, yeah. to Usman. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but Volkanovski said he thinks in that fight uh, he underestimated Islam striking and Islam underestimated his grappling. Right. So I think they both have like some adjustments to make. But he realizes that he can get hurt by Islam on the feet. Um, he should maybe be a little bit sharper, less less worried about the takedown because he knows that he can survive and escape. So less worried about the takedown and more, uh, take the strike. Islam, he's Pakistani. Correct. Okay. What is it about these guys that make them so good at what they do? They always say he's from Russia. Okay. They don't say Dagestan when they, it's like people from certain parts of Jersey saying they're from Philly. Same thing. You just like the bigger, the bigger, the bigger one. But what do you, what, what do you think? What makes these guys special? Anything? They just have a really strong wrestling culture in that. Fighting and wrestling culture in that little town yeah, in the mountains. Or, yeah, country. You know, I believe that the country of Dagestan, which is part of the Russian Federation, right? If there is like one. Ukraine, mm. Marco <laughs> has produced more Olympic champions in wrestling than any than any other country. Is that like a per capita? Like it's a, a tiny, it's a small place. Oddly, there are guys from Dagestan that can't make the Russian. Olympic team mm-hmm. will go to another country, right. become a citizen there, and then wind up winning the Olympics because of how competitive Dagestan is. There, uh, it used to be called the Uregan. I think it's now called the Kresny Arts, or it could I could have it reversed. Where our friend Kyle, who you're wearing his T-shirt right now, Case Kai Serm. What up, sir? The hardest no, wrestling no, no, no. tournament in the world is not the Olympics, is not the World Championships. It's this uh, wrestling tournament with all these Dagestanis and Russians because you have to wrestle the number 10 Russian, the number 9, the number mm-hmm. 8, the 6, the 3. We're in the World Championships and or the Olympics. Maybe you have one or two of yeah. the of the top Russians. So why are they so good? Like Tim said, it's like going to Brazil, everybody – all the kids do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, play basketball, play soccer. Mm-hmm. It's part of the culture, and it's pri- families prioritize being good at wrestling. Right. And then wrestling is might be arguably the best base for MMA fighting. Then if you don't do well at wrestling, then they slide you into Sambo, and you go right into so MMA for, easily. But it's not yeah. just – like MMA is a huge – especially now with Khabib, uh, Khabib – uh, coming from that off. Yeah. And Islam, though, they've had two champs from, from Dagestan. There's a huge culture of MMA. There's like schools. I watched a thing. It was on, uh, it was a documentary on like Russia today. And it showed, it followed this kid and he would go to a school. Their school was like, um, 
science, math, MMA, uh, religion, then MMA. They had like two practices a day. And he was talking about, he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm really hoping I can get into this one school because it was part of like the curriculum in the, in the schools. And you'll see these guys, they'll have a degree in Sambo. I forget what it's called. You're master of sport. Master Master of of sport. They do that in Cuba too. When I was in Cuba, I met, I met some people, but another, in a lot of countries, uh, I had a friend of mine was Korean. Um, was Korean no longer? I think he still is. Korean. I don't think he's changed. Uh, but he, when he grew up in the Korea, he said like Taekwondo, like martial arts were like gym class was martial arts class, and the same thing in Japan and places like that where but they to prioritize. Also, answer your question of why they're so good. Yes. So a lot, especially the Khabib's guys, mm-hmm. apparently they're very devout to their religion. Mm-hmm. So besides training and religion, those guys don't party. Right. They they're not all, out chasing girls. They're not out chasing they're, they're, girls. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're dedicated. One hundred percent. I mean, those are, they're not the most. I mean, there's a lot of people in this world that are disciplined and dedicated to what they do. It might not be wrestling, but it might be something right. else. But, but what what I've I think the bigger and better question is is what is it about them that then they need to come to places like the United States to actually become great? They're not Running just water? training in. In Dagestan and becoming right, a UFC right. champion. Yeah, they got plumbing. Plumbing, plumbing. Is that it? What? So Refrigeration. How long is it going to take before uh, the Dagestani code is cracked? I think we've already started because, seeing a little bit of okay. it. It's because been cracked. I, there, uh, was a time, there was a time where Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was the end of the wall. walk into the UFC cage wearing a gi you and the other guy would fold. You know what I mean? There was a time where the, these guys, to quote a wrestler, uh, the manager of a wrestling team I was on in high school, he, they're undefeatable. Like It's a, one of those things. Like... So think, how long? How long, Timmy? I think it's been cracked. I think it's not so much that they have I mean they're good at wrestling, they 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 train hard, but it's just like there's tons of Dagestani fighters. There's only been two that people have been like holy shit. Khabib was incredible and then Islam he has a loss on his record. He's not Khabib. He all, I in my opinion he lost his last fight, but no matter what you think He's the blueprint to beat him has been shown, and if Volkanovski can do it, you're, I think you're going to see a lot of other guys in the division just to, just to build see their confidence. that confidence, yeah. right? Because they're going to realize, they realize he's human, yeah. you know. Um, so, so we we may be in the in the midst in the throes. I think of the, cracking the Dagestani code. I think, it's, saying, no, I think it's been cracked. It's been cracked already. I, All right. I mean, Islam's been knocked out and he's been hurt. Knocking right. people out usually works. Yeah, not, that's the best way to crack the code. <laughs> Shout out to Sensei Lingo. That's what he said. Knock him out. That's it. Don't that's let him take you that. down. And if you, he does take you down, stand back up. And then that's while you're standing up, yeah. knock him out. I like and that. if he takes you down, uh, get back up. Get back if up. you can't get up, go for a submission. Go straight. Those are the, that is the way. Until you got to turn. You see something anyway? Move out of the turn, turn out of the way. Yeah, it's just, nice. just interesting too because it. You uh, historically we've had a ton of champions from Brazil, and maybe now we'll have a ton of champions from Dagestan. Right. Clearly, we've had a lot from the United States. Had a bunch from Australia. Yeah, we had some. We had some, but African brothers that African descent, but still right, Americans right, but and pla- New Zealanders. These, where and such. these places where this might be the only way out for some of these guys, for getting good at this sport and then turning into that champion is the only way they can make a life for themselves. Right. So there's. There's more than just wanting to be the champ. There's this, this, this everything behind them, pulling their families out of this situation, well, just, just improving think about it, their right? lives. You pluck a kid from Cherry Hill, right? And you have him go, and you put him through everything 
he doesn't ha- you know and he's 18 he's like i want to be a ufc fighter right and he doesn't have this historical wrestling background that everybody that you know wrestles and street fights and all this other man that fucking dagestani kid's got 18 years of uh of advantage over him just historically well, you that- know well you know what's crazy is that islam's had this whole lifetime of grappling and training mm-hmm. and fighting there's volkanovsky just started fighting he didn't have a background in wrestling or boxing or anything Yo, so rugby is the best base rugby. for yeah rugby which is like fighting no not fighting it's not enough fighting. I, I never played rugby yeah australia you played australian rules football no, no. never that too moving on guys is there an so I, w- I had this i wanted to pose this question on having an ordinary superpower but i want to call it an ordinary superpower but i'm going to call it an ordinary superpower not flying or say, but it's something like. Can you give me an example? This is this is what I'm going to do. Like every time you go, to, for some reason, you know exactly how long it's going to take to cook anything. That's a, that's a superpower you may have. So it's just like a mundane superpower. Um, my guy, oh. mundane superpower. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you like, didn't hit N word status, but uh, you were his guy. I almost, I almost did. That would be my superpower. <laughs> that's not. Your I would superpower. be able to say the N word whenever I want. No, 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 but that's not a real superpower. That's just saying because you say it now whenever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to Nicolette. Anyway, uh, to, to all of you guys. Anyway, but something like that—a mundane superpower. Something. I, but I saw one where it was like every time you go to load in the USB, you always get it right. You know, like every time. You know what I mean? Anytime you go to plug it in, it's always right you know you know how you have to i think i have that superpower you know maybe you do but is there one that you can think about that it's just mm, like that's tough you know like Marco's i, I go know first. you know or who did i hear was it you talking about how rick somebody was talking about how rick always gets a great parking space i forgot who it was maybe i was at balance one day and somebody was talking about it and it's like rick always gets the best parking spaces i would fucking kill for that mundane superpower. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. Yeah. Very, you live in South Philly. Yeah. That's, yes. yeah. that's not even a mundane superpower. That's, that's a super superpower. Yeah. That's a that's super superpower. That would, if you could choose between that and flying, if you could you memorize would choose the that. grid. <laughs> memorize the grid and know if you have like, okay, go left. So right how would that superpower work for me? Would the uh, parking space appear as I pulled up? Or would I know where there's an empty spot? Like it's what's your superpower? Being, How would you like that? How would you like it? I what I what I would like is for where I want to park, a, I time it that the person is leaving and Every I time pull you're right pulling in. up. Because yes. what I don't want is that parking spot kind of like people not using it because of my superpower. Right, right, right. right. You don't want that. I, I don't want my That's superpower don't want to her, hold the spot. You don't want her. <laughs> you don't want to hurt other people. <laughs> exactly. That's I it. want it to be that I get that spot. Just in time. Every time. Every yep. time. Jit. Just Every in time. time. Every time. Timmy, what about you? Man, I'm still. This is a tough one. Right. You go. I wanted. I would want to. I'd always want to be able to make a two egg omelet, but it comes out as a four egg omelet. Somehow, I multiply. I added two more eggs to that thing, and like it, I didn't. So remind me my new egg hack that I have. You have a new egg hack. Yeah. We're gonna go into Marco's egg hack after Timmy. Fingers up. Um, the problem is I keep. I keep going too far with the superpower. Yes, you come on. I gotta make it. I gotta make it. It has to be mundane, bro. It has to be something like uh, my. Every time I, I, my pen never runs out of ink. Yeah, like I never miss a deadline, or I'm always on time. That's not a bad one. Those, those are good. I mean, I'm, you know, like I always get a seat at the bar. I actually care. Or (laughs) that would be good. You know what I mean? My superpower would be. I wish I had a little bit more anxiety about uh, doing things because I'm very. I have like zero anxiety about anything. Okay. So I don't feel like I have any like 
not not motivation, but like if I got to do something, I'm like, you, ah. have, you have zero sense of urgency. Yes. No urgency yeah, until, but you do. Uh, until, you, until you, it's only if it's like, uh, this is it. You're going to like, until the urgency is real, like you're going to die. You got to, you got to do this. Or you got to, if you do this, you're going to lose your house or, you know, so I yeah. wish I could, I, I wish I could get things done on time. Okay. Not even on time. Like, but you don't think your superpower the kid, is the, the not kids giving a, your indifference? Would be giving a fuck. The um, I was the always the, no, I was about to finish. Oh, okay. I was always fascinated by the kids that when you got an assignment like this assignment is due in two weeks, they did it like that day. That day. Mm-hmm. So I would wait two weeks and then not go to school that day and then do it that oh, day. Oh, school? then turn would, it in the next day. I would not go to school the day you it was bang due. It out. Crush do it that day and then they never caught on. Right. No. No. So was it? Wait, you made these decisions, or you told, you told your mom, "Look, I'm gonna miss." Hey, mom, here's your mahogany card. I'm not going yeah. to school today. Yeah, you you do it. Then so give I, me the I actually card. I enjoyed going to school. I I rarely, you know, I would only if I ever wanted to not go to school, my mom would be cool with it because I never like ever called out of school. So like, fucking hot to me. I needed 104 fever, Bro, to miss school. You know what they would tell me? The Take nurse will send you home. No, yeah. no, go. The nurse will send you back. Every time I felt sick, take a shower, no. you'll feel Yo, better. My uh, senior year in high school, I missed two days of. I just like going to school. I was yeah. popular, you know. This that wasn't an issue. I didn't get in trouble, uh, but I, I got the flu. But my mother was like, "Don't worry. no." The nurse will send you home if you're if you're really sick. You know what I mean? And you know, I didn't want to do chores, so it was easy for me not to. Not so to my superpower would be no procrastination. No, wouldn't, it wouldn't not. exist in my life. Yeah, but see. Okay. What do you think would be different about your life if you've not procrastinated? You, I don't know. I just get, I just get stuff done more. You do more shit. I do more. You'd be more doing shit. more. You'd, you'd be doing more earlier to have more, more time, time. I need to more do time. the things that you really enjoy doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which I I do the things I enjoy doing first, and the necessary things are later. Later. Yeah. I would more. do the necessary things first, and just enjoy more stuff later. Uh, that's what I tell kids. I tell kids like. I was, I was, you know, over the delayed weekend. gratification would be my superpower. You delay gratifying her. Uh, yes. Oh, right. over the weekend I was at uh, uh, my cousin's house. Great time. The kids I haven't seen in a long time. But Long Island is not the hotbed of a lot of fun, but it's just kids are funny. Kids are funny and watching the whole family interact. It reminds me about uh, not having a family. Like it's still okay, it's okay. And it made me feel like I am washed. My, sh- me and, and and my little cousin Manuel, we we were throwing like throwing the ball back and forth. My shoulder is killing me. Mm. I my arm feels like it's gonna fall Any off. Superpower and, would be uh, yo, my, being able to play with kids. Be, I feel, being young again. Yo, I feel washed. I was talking to to our man Hen about it. How washed up I am, but yo, I'm like, oh man, I am not. Like if I had a baby now, I I wouldn't have to throw the ball. I'd have I'd need another ten years from now for, to play catch. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that then. But um, I think I might have a way you can uh, the the four eggs and a two egg omelet. Oh, go to Wegmans, get the jumbo eggs. And if you if you really want to take the time to do this, you could go through the dozen because you can almost always tell which ones. You could weigh each dozen. Well, no, you just you would have to go through, open it up, and look at the ones because you can almost always tell because those are the ones I always get. The and I would say they're like 50, 60 percent are double yolks. Gotcha. Um, and you can always tell when you pick it up, like the, the double yolks are like, so yo, am I, am I even door open? I was just running through, like I'm in front of the thing, open up a couple in the, I'm in the supermarket. Just just like switch them around, switch them around, grab all the big eggs out of one. Got you. 
big okay. eggs out of the jumbo eggs. That's out the most jumbo important. Like and find then put the that jumbo, in a regular egg The box. jumbo of the jumbo. What? That's even better. Wait a minute, huh? I'm sorry. That's even better. We did replace them. Yeah, yeah. So you're making them. No, Your yeah. other superpower would be stealing. No. <laughs> no. Uh, the thought nah, that would be a superpower, though. Like, just finding where you, like, you want something and you know exactly where the discounted stuff is. That's my superpower. Yeah. That's what I would love. Margaret, what's the egg hack? Fill us in. Um, it's up. We, Timmy's told us his steel so jumbo egg. So whisking it with butter. Oh. Melted butter. No, really? you, you could put you like just a, throw frozen pieces of butter in there. Uh, who freezes yeah. their butter? Everybody. Yeah, I was wondering why you had that in your pocket, but it's there. The I'm going to say something, and it might be controversial. I actually throw in a yolk-sized amount of mayonnaise. Mm. I've heard mayonnaise yeah. in the past. Does it fluff just it up? The, yep. Yeah. 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 But you can use a, a few different things. It's just a little. Like, the, oh, like this was for scrambled eggs. Yeah. The butter really made it nice. And you and know creamy. what I've been again? I use a small pot, and I put put the oil. You know mm -hmm. it. You know you can use the same amount of oil, but what it does is it thickens it up. It fl fluffs it up. It's like the egg McMuffin egg. You know how the egg McMuffin yes, egg yeah, is yeah, perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I scramble it up, put a little bit of mayo in there, salt and pepper. And then I throw it in this little pot, swing it around, swirl it around, and right. it comes out like this perfect size. We should do a uh, an egg off someday. An egg off. Bring in a little pot, a pan, and we'll each make scrambled eggs our preferred our way. way. No. We'll see yeah. who. No? Yeah. no. Yeah. I like high heat. I do high heat. I do nice high heat. Yeah, you guys are everything. fucking animals. I like the high heat. Oh, were you low heat? Simmer? You're a simmer guy? Yeah. No, you, you don't simmer. Style? Yeah, I do French style. French style? Almost, what's what's French style, Tim? Uh, low heat, a lot of, lot of stirring, a lot of movement. And what makes that French style? That's how the French do it. Is he right? Yeah. All right. He's right. That's how you do it. It's really, it's, it's butter, it's low heat, it's swirl it around. Oh, it can come out a little. No, I don't do, I don't do butter, I do cream. It comes off a little, it can be a little, uh, sometimes a little moist, a lot, so, a lot moist. I do it well done French style. Oh, okay. There you so go. Well, usually French style very, is not really. Hey guys, this is a uh, mixed martial arts, a grappling podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, Ray. Let's get back to it. So this. then it's, it's my style. Oh. It's well done French. Like Tim. Well done like, French oh, style. Monsieur yeah. Tim. Monsieur Tim. <laughs> Monsieur Tim. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, it, it is what I, it is. I have a question. Okay, let's do it. Have you guys been following the uh, goings on between Gordon Ryan and and uh, Nicky Rod? Yeah. Clearly I haven't, but Timmy. And Nicky Rod has subjected himself to a more plates, more date, blood test to see mm -hmm. if he's on steroids. Have the results of that come back? No, I don't think so. So fill the people in real quick. Like, what's going on with, between these two? So Nikki Rod. Uh, we call them jujitsu gra uh, grapplers. Gra gra professional, professional grapplers. Professional grapplers. grapplers. Right. Yeah. Gordon Ryan is arguably the greatest no-gi grappler of all time. Mm -hmm. Clearly the current, no, the, the best grappler in the world. Right. He had a match with uh, Nikki Rod. And recently Nikki Rod was on a podcast. And one of the guys asked him, hey, Nikki Rod, uh, what makes Gordon so great? And blah, blah, blah. And he just says steroids. Yeah. Mm. And, wow, you know, for a guy that, and I'm paraphrasing, talks about technique, why does he need to be so big and strong and this, that, and the other? Which is kind of funny because if you look at Nicky Rod, you would say this fucking guy's on a ton of juice as well. But they're going back and forth with each other. Now Gordon's taking shots at him, greasing, and how he basically, I don't know if Gordon says he sucks, but I could see that coming down the uh, the, down the pipe. Where do these guys, well, we know where Gordon ranks. Where does Nicky Rod rank? Nicky Rod four, is what? probably one of the greatest, the most accomplished grappler in the shortest amount of time, maybe with the most limited skill set to have won silver medal at ADCC. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Especially his first one. His second run of silver medal, a lot more skilled, a lot more training time behind him. Right. But his first run at ADCC, uh, you would have thought he would have got smoked every time he went up against somebody. So what about in the current standings? Where, does, where do they rank? Where, well, uh, we he know Ryan's at the top. Ranked, he would be ranked top five. Silver. Top, okay. He's number, two. He, he's number, he's number two. two. He's number two guy. Maybe yeah. not number two pound for pound, but number two in his weight class. Okay. And that's Gordon's weight class. Yeah, well, Gordon, yeah. His current weight class. Right. Okay. His current, his current weight class. One and two, gotcha. Well, what I really think is smart that Nicky Rod is doing because of how huge of, uh, you would say, a celebrity that Gordon Ryan, he's almost a true, like a real celebrity. Really? Oh, I, have a, I have something to say about that. Right. So I think like, he's always, what do you say? When you, what, what I mean, mean, a real, like there's been pictures of him with Jay, uh, Jason Momoa, them training together. Hangs he's out with been, famous people. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. So, I've heard Andrew okay. Schultz talk about him on his podcast. So I, I think he's. It sounds like you guys keep repeating the same. Like it's a, it's a, the echo chamber. You, that right, but Andrew Schultz is famous. Joe Rogan's famous. Andrew Schultz Joe doesn't do a martial arts J anything. Not Jason, at all. Jason I mean, I he's he a trains. pop culture guy. I think he trains. He's, but he's but a comedian. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? I like, could could we were talking about how famous Gordon Ryan is? So he's he's unbelievably famous. <laughs> and, <laughs> good, good. For especially for a jujitsu guy. That's yes. a great, right. Okay. Especially okay. for jiu-jitsu. And I All said right. butting up against real fame. He, Nicky Rod, and I don't know if he's overtly doing this or not, but for him to take a stand against Gordon is phenomenal marketing for himself. Especially after he broke Gordon's foot, according to what Gordon said. And yeah. what, you know, and, okay. and I think Gordon's overplaying it. Yeah. But because Burger King's a giant fucking business, but McDonald's is bigger. Pepsi is a giant fucking business, but Coca-Cola is bigger. But they had to go up against those guys and fight them to be, maybe get that famous. So I think this is great uh, marketing for Nicky Rod because Gordon has so many fucking haters and they want to get behind somebody that isn't afraid to take shots at Gordon. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a kid come in yesterday. A father and son came in, and they're, the guy said he's interested in jujitsu. And I was like, "Well, what got you interested in, interested in jujitsu?" He's like, "He's like, I just been I've been watching it for a while." He's like, "I really like it." I was like, "Just jujitsu? You just watch jujitsu? You don't watch like?" He's like, "No, nah, just jujitsu." I was like, "Who do you like?" He's like, "He's like, you know, like Gordon Ryan." Wow. So this is a guy that never trained, has started to watch grappling and jujitsu. It's very interesting, especially because he's not an MMA guy. He doesn't want to do any striking. He just wants to come in this and is do the dad or the kid? the kid. The kid. Okay. The kid. Yeah, he's like a. He Did he was, wrestle in high school? This kid? No, no? Okay. nope. Just a just a kid, like a I don't know, maybe sixteen, seventeen, kind of like big, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. So this is gonna be this is the start of it. I hope so. It'd be great for us. Yeah. What do you think? Does Nicky Rod number one have a shot at ever beating Gordon? And if not Nicky Rod, who? Under under. Pick uh, any rule set, whatever rule in, set. You in want. a rule set, he could beat him. Okay. Um, not in the one that Gordon tends to compete in the most. The uh, the submission only, like the WNO. Not, not you you think he rules. could beat him in ADCC rules? Yes. At, yeah, he could find a way to beat him by decision or a negative point or something at some point in ADCC rules. I, I think so. I don't think he'll ever score a takedown on him, but he might be able to, you know go 40 minutes with him and win a, a ref's decision against them. 
But don't you see? I think that the longer the match goes, the more it's in Gordon's favor. Yeah, I mean, I would have said that too. But the longer the match goes, the sweatier it gets. The greasier he uh, the gets. The greasier mm-hmm. he gets. So that's how I would have. I thought his match against in him against his match against him in ADCC would have been tough, and he finished him in a minute. Right. And then his match against him in this last this event. last thing, I thought he would have smoked him, and it went. But the argument, and and Craig Jones brought this up, was that Gordon was getting ready for Vinny Magalash. Mm-hmm. Which is a much different beast than Nicky Rod. Yeah. So that's why it could have been a different, you know, maybe that's why the outcome was different. Maybe. But I think Nicky Rod is the one of the least likely people to beat him. I think the um I think at a certain point one of the Rotolos might beat him. Um, maybe not in the next like three years, but as Gordon gets older and these guys continue to get better and are still really young. And, um, a guy like, I don't know if you've seen Wagner Roach's kid. I've seen he's his like kid. A, yeah. He's like a fucking absolute monster. And he's only like 16, I think. And he's a big 16 year old kid. So I think he's going to end up being like a, a very large with guy with aggressive style right. and great technique. So I think a guy like, and he wrestles a lot. So I think a guy like that, is going to be the kind of guy to beat Gordon. So something you just said kind of struck me. You think Gordon has about three years left at the top of where he is right now? Three no, years sounds like a long time. So probably longer. Really? Um, with the, the the droves of good, you know of people yeah, the, coming you know, into the, the sport on a regular. It's unlike basis. MMA, your your peak is a lot longer in jujitsu. If you're if you're taking it seriously, when like you, when you I, say that, who who has had? Give us an example. I mean, how long? Hoyler, was, Hoyler Gracie was world champion for four. Consecutive years, Hodger, Hodger. You have a right, bunch Hodger. of dudes that win year after a, year after year. I think that's a. I mean, it's a, when they were doing that though, it seemed like the system was a still a little bit closed off. But you asked for you asked for names. But I, I actually think like I was thinking the same as you until just now, and I think like as you get older, injuries pile up. Yeah, but, but then you have these young guys that are. It's like anything else. The young guys are super hungry. Everybody's gonna and they're be studying gunning. all his film. Everybody's gonna mm-hmm. be gunning for Gordon the whole time, and Gordon's gonna. You can. It's gotta be hard to stay motivated when you're submitting everybody and like right, the way he but, talks but about he's, it. He's doing it. Number one, he has unbelievable belief in John, mm-hmm. right? And that you know, I, I think his if he ever separates from John, maybe. It would it would be a bit different. Because and when you say John, you mean John, John Donner, Donner. Her, yeah. right? The Oracle, right? The or- well, does the or- he have a nickname? Yeah. The, 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 the uh, nickname? Our Lord and Savior, as we call him. Your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Go ahead. Our. You, you and Timmy. All of <laughs> You and Go ahead. If he were to ever separate from John, I think maybe you would you know you'd see well all right what's going on there maybe there's some emotional issues, but a lot of these dudes, Floyd Mayweather is a great example of this. Greatest of all time. What drove him? There was nobody that could really touch him, so he would fabricate. These rivalries would fabricate these issues with people. He would fabricate things that people said or blow them out of proportion to help motivate himself. And I think Gordon is yeah, kind of the a, same that's, cloth. That's a, they. That's what you do when you're at the top, right? Like that's the yeah, kind of. That's what he's. What he's they, asking, how does he stay motivated for an extended? What's the name period for that when you do that? When you, um, I, guess I mean, you're selling. You're, no, you're selling the sizzle because you've heard. You know, like ah, and then he's like, no, this guy's a champ. He's undefeated. Like it's funny to see him right. do it's you know no. he's not the only one that does it it's kind of like selling the fight like uh you know when what's always getting into an argument with somebody oh, or something they say great. like it's a great right. it's a great one um but i think and i think grappling progresses really fast i think the i think it's gonna progress the younger really guys fast. coming up like the rotolos and this like 
just like um, that guy Achilles Rocha, I'm sure there's 50 other kids like him right. that are coming up, like Colabate, like all these kids that are coming up insanely. They've been training since they were like four. That's going to be a different level than a guy that started when he was 15. Right. And for as good as John Donaher is, he is not better than the whole of jiu-jitsu. Every, he's, right. he's not smarter and or better than every other jiu-jitsu combined, every other jiu-jitsu instructor or coach combined. He is unbelievably good, mm-hmm. but he is um, not better than all of jiu-jitsu. But I think that the guy that will eventually beat Gordon is his teammate, Badoni. Hmm. Right. Maybe. So going back to what you said, how long do you think, how long of a run does, does Gordon have left? Until Badoni decides that he wants to beat Gordon. Actually, there's a bunch of guys, like the, the one big guy, Luke Griffith. Like there's guys that are, Again, there's younger guys that are looking More at him. More athletic. Or bigger and stronger. Like, there's other other guy, Dan Menasoyu or whatever. Like, people are going to build on what they've done. Like, they have uh, they see how far, like, Donaher and Gordon have, like, sort of, like, right. progressed the game. And it's only going to get better from that. Like, they can't be responsible for all the advancements yeah, in and I'm, I'm curious to when the next split at the Donaher team occurs based mm. upon uh, – personalities and wanting to get close to John and John really only have maybe, you know, the argument is he only has eyes for Gordon and then everyone else is just there to assist John and Gordon's greatness when they get tired of that. You know, you think Donaher will see the next guy and be like, oh, this is my new well, guy. That's an interesting move. That and would they, be a smart they, move And then Gordon coach. leaves. Yeah. yeah that could, there in lies the rub. Because then you'd see yeah. if he leaves. It's kind of like with the when. Um, or then so when Gordon retires, he's like, okay. There's that. Yeah. yeah. Do you but, hear what, what Craig Jones said about it? He said he thinks Gordon's going to end his career really bad. Like he's so competitive that he won't. That's how it works. Though. He won't retire. Generally. He'll just keep. Usually. He'll keep. Generally it's how I mean, works. that usually happens in like Boxing, fighting. Right. No, but in, in really all. Seen, no, no. no we haven't really seen it in A lot of them. Like guys stay in. Well, complete, we just haven't seen a enough example of, it. That's of why. a guy that may be sticking, sticking around a little bit too long. We haven't seen enough of it. That's all. He got caught like once. He got his leg destroyed. Yeah, one we time. We went from before where you would watch him. In, the, his match with Fabricio Verdun where they roll off the mat and you like he's going to break his arm off and he winds up escaping out yeah, of it. I mean, it. you're talking about one one loss. I'm just using submission. it as an example. Yeah. You yeah. said, give me an example. We just need to see more. He, I'm, Craig Jones was saying it's going to be a succession of bad losses and he won't That's what stop. the greats, but what is a bad what the greats usually do. Like if, so let's say... Like uh, you said, the Magalesh loss, right? Well, that was a one loss. I'm saying like mm-hmm. a succession of them. Like uh, Magalesh lost to Craig Jones, then he lost to Keenan, then he lost, he lost like seven times in a row and he kept trying to compete and do better he lost to dean lister he just keeps coming back and getting submitted over and over again that's what i'm saying like a series of them not just one loss is a loss like it can happen but it's a if it happens you go from being a world beater to being beaten by everybody beaten by the world right yeah that's how it works i mean the, we only have a certain amount of well, unless time unless he like, retires he does a floyd did you hear who floyd's gonna might be fighting next mm. jose aldo okay jose aldo's fighting jeremy stevens in a boxing match yeah, there's, a, then, there's a roy jones is fighting anthony pettis Hey, in man. a boxing match? Uh, listen, man. Uh, Masvidal's got a guys. boxing promotion yeah. now. Who? Masvidal. Oh, Corey really? Masvidal, two-piece and a biscuit? Game, game <laughs> yeah, bread dude. boxing. Yeah, one of the greatest that never did it. Go ahead. So Mayweather versus Aldo? So you're talking about possibly in Dubai. Oh, that's listen, that sounds about right. That seems, you know what I mean? But it's, an, it's the same. It's going to be more the same, an exhibition, yeah, this course. or that. Right. You know what I mean? So it doesn't go on as a Why wouldn't they just record? that one as a real one? Is he 50 and 0 or 49 and 0? 50 and 0. I think the wasn't the The record was 49. Yeah. And he then beat he it by beat one. One, that's all. He beat what's the name? Uh McGregor, McGregor for 50. He should do one more. 51. Just, just keep 
The O must go. We'll call it the O must go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's what, that's one what, that's one what or the other, the O must go. We will call it that. <laughs> when we, let's promote it. Nice. Call Move, Mayweather. Moving forward. Uh, do we have questions? Mark? We have. Okay, let's go. How many? One. Few? One? Okay. Well, it's a, it's a plyler. So. Oh, oh, so that means seven. Go ahead. Let's go. Greetings, gentlemen. What part do flying submissions play in your jiu-jitsu? Do you have any students that go for them? Are they taught, encouraged at your school? Question mark. Tim Carpenter. Uh, I don't teach them. I did one once in a judo tournament. How'd it work out for you? I won. Okay. You got, you got it? I mean, actually, I mean, I, you, I you finished it. it. I did it like six times in the match and I finished it on like it? the seventh one. Nice. That's <laughs> um, what the kids would call it. He's spamming that submission. Hey, okay, man. But uh, so I've done one once. Other than that, I don't really teach him. I, I, if somebody asks, I'll teach him. But I believe, like uh, like Donahue said, he's like, you can't do these in training. Like these yeah. are they're so, too like high I've risk. outlawed jumping close guard. Yeah. from the feed has been okay. outlawed here. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't really play a part. If somebody's really interested, like I'll definitely work with them on it. I got a crash pad. We can practice flying triangles or whatever you want. I you know what I have taught it. I have taught a flying armbar years ago, but I don't do it anymore. Yeah. So I. I attempted one flying submission, and it was on Tim back in the day. I went for a flying arm lock, and what are you, 6'3"? 6'4". 6'4". I'm 5'9". I felt like I was about 42 feet in the air. As I was like up, I'm looking, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be up here anymore. And I kind of just crawled myself. And this was the one time he didn't slam me on the ground. Nice. And uh, nice. just let myself down from that but i think it's the one and only time I've ever and you don't fly. teach him typically no now, my does brother does, does i'm sorry go ahead my brother who got his purple belt from brad court was like amazing at flying on bars he hit multiple on competition nice. i have a video i can show you guys later no nah, yeah. i believe you yeah we nah, i gotta it. show you i, know what, I, I don't no, i like to show no I, I know what a flying arm looks like not I, like I, this i get it you've never I seen one it. like uh, this no, I get does, it. do you think does plyler teach him i wonder i don't know he doesn't say okay next part jb you a flying submission guy? Bro, I weigh over 200 pounds. I don't fly anywhere. You know what I mean? That's I only fly in the air. That's it, it's man. American nah. Airlines, maybe Delta every nah, once in a while. That's about it, man. All right, second question. In life, how do you balance appreciating what you have while still staying hungry for more? It seems most people either appreciate what they have too much and aren't motivated to push for more or are too unsatisfied, and while they push for more, they don't appreciate what they have. Timmy. What was the question again? Because I, I would say I. It seems I'm, like you, I'm you, too. It's appreciating. How do you balance appreciating what you have while still staying hungry for more? I have a hard time staying hungry for more. I'm very, I'm very happy, and I appreciate everything I have. I'm very grateful for everything that I have, okay. and I often sit there. You live and, in gratitude. I often sit there and it's like Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I say like Jesus Christ. Okay. How did my life end up this great? Okay. But uh, so it's hard sometimes to push yourself, but I enjoy the feeling of having like my back against the wall. Like I have to make something happen. Otherwise, you know, everything's going to go down. Okay. Marco. I so, yeah, I, I, I have a, a journal that I, it's a journal or like a little count, not calendar, but it's like, what are you grateful for? What are you excited about? And if you were to go back through however long I've tried to start it, restart it, whatever, mm -hmm. I'm typically grateful for basically the same things. My family, my health, my business, my friends, right. you know, rinse, rinse, repeat. Right. Uh, so, um, I, I find, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
I find steadiness in being grateful for the same things. Okay. Right. Like I, I, I really enjoy having a simple, uncomplicated life. Hmm. Right. Mind. Like I'm, I'm grateful that I have great friends. Right. Like JB. Yeah. And you're welcome. Um, not like Tim. That was where the, the yeah. but uh, less is more. Hey, you gotta, you gotta let the joke go. Let it go. I know. Explaining the joke say, never makes it better. I know, never. I know. I know. But it never. gives us the opportunity for this. Yes. Right. For the, for the, <laughs> for fodder. Yeah. So that, from that standpoint, uh, you know, like it's the, the simplicity of it is amazing. I'm things that don't motivate me are what m- sometimes motivate most people is like the material aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, I can appreciate liking a beautiful Rolex, right? Right, but I don't have anything that would drive me to say, "Hey, I need to get that." I want one because I want one of those, and I need to do X, Y, and Z to get it. Mm-hmm. If I eventually get one, it would be awesome, and I would appreciate it for the uh, the, the piece of art that it um, that it is. So, what kind of drives me is having a deeper and better relationship with my family, right. right? Having a school that's only getting better and better. And then the byproduct of that could be eventually I could afford to own a, right. you know, a beautiful Rolex like that. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I kind of see like but, Tim was saying, but being, you know, having your back up against the wall is sometimes fun to see how you react. It's kind of like, you know, I've been literally broke two to three times. I'm like, right. as an adult, with almost zero money in the bank and knowing that I could come back from that. So. Yeah, I, I was doing something and I had the last $10 I had and it ended up, I ended up spending it right when I needed it. It was just like, oh man, I'm coming out and the parking cost me exactly 10 bucks and I had to pay it at the time and I was like, that's my last 10 bucks. It was exactly, I just happened to have enough on me. To to his point, I think there's a maybe not a dilemma, but there's there's always the thought of trying to appreciate what you have, even wanting more. And there's also the idea that more is not o- always better, you know. So, I I want to be in a in a state of gratitude more often, but sometimes I'm generally trying to try looking for more, looking for more. And more money is always about. better. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with but that. Does money drive you? No, no, because if it did, you'd be on time all the time. Uh, but it's one of those <laughs> things, like. Um, you know, like it's one of those things like more is not always better, but we want more. So I think it could be the source of a bit of angst or anxiety. But um, being grateful, I'm, I'm working on both sides of that, trying to find a balance in it. I think that's the that's the Yeah, I, I step away from people that are too driven by money, mm-hmm. too driven by that scorecard. Like I understand right. how you can use it for some level of motivation, but because you have money doesn't make you any no. more no. than anybody if else. If you could... If you could take a pill, you know, two pills, one would increase your drive, one would increase your gratitude. Which one would you take? Probably a, my drive. Yeah. I think my drive. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think my drive. I mean, So that means that we're all not grateful for what we have. I don't know if it means that exactly, but it just means that if we had an opportunity to take a pill, no, it would be more yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the, my, you know, yeah. like where I'm currently at. With my ability to push my own gratitude. Except for your, your, but you're not happy with where you're currently at for your drive. For sure. Yeah. yeah. A yeah more and, it's, and it's easy to just be like, yeah. all right, man, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Like, it, it, it's easy to look at what I have, or you look at what you have, or you look at mm-hmm. what you have and say, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Because, yes. again, besides flying on a Gulfstream G60 or whatever the cool. fuck they are, yeah. like, wh- who tells any of us? what to do, right. when to do, how to do it. Mm. Really not anybody. <laughs> no. 
generally that's how it works. So right, like you've you've mastered your own domain, you've mastered yours, I've mastered mine. We're like, all right, great. Like the motherfuckers that if they sat down and they looked at us, they're like, fuck man, what do those guys do? And when yeah, do they do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like how do they they, they hang out, they go to the bonding, they do a podcast, they do jujitsu, they smoke cigars, he's doing this, he's doing that. Like, when the fuck do they work? Yeah, uh, when between, we want to. The between when five we want to. and eight on uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There you go. So it's, it, it's interesting. Like, I, I truly believe that we have ama- amazing lives. We do. I think I can lose sight of it, but it is pretty dope. Timmy, what's for dinner? I think I'm going to do some pancakes. Really? You can go yep. Japanese style. Oh no, I would love soup. to try those things. The big, the big fluffy ones. You should make them. They souffle, but they're not that yeah. as hard as you. Mm-hmm. Can probably, they're, they're not probably as like a French style. They're not. <laughs> they're not as you complicated. Japanese French style. <laughs> exactly. What you have to do is you just have to separate. You know, you know what to do. You have to separate. No, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, you did not. So you have to separate It'll be the Vietnamese egg style. You have to beat. So the you egg add white. a meringue in there. Kinda. Fold, fold in a meringue to the. You, yeah, and fold it in to keep it real fluffy. I don't know if you might. Yeah, this may or may not like superpower exposing. How much he actually knows no, of things. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's an amazing mundane superpower you, you have. You're like, oh, you mean you just fold in a meringue? Yeah, it's not qu- you don't you don't push it all the way to a meringue, but it's that's where you go. You're we said putting separating egg whites and putting them in. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody yeah. knows how to make a meringue. Yeah, that's Does, your superpower. Uh, like don't these, they? This, Do you know how to make a meringue? I, I didn't even know that's how, no, I had no clue how meringue was made. Well, sometimes well. Yeah, it's not. It's I don't. Want, it's not necessarily a meringue, but you, that's how you do it. You separate it out. Meringue. You beat meringue adjacent. Meringue adjacent. You beat. You beat your egg whites so you know full blown, real tight, real, real, real you know, real uh, fucking fluffy, and then you fold it in together and that's then try meringue. to, then try to. Yeah, but it just doesn't have like sugar and okay. some of the other stuff in it. So um, that's what you do. It'll be real easy if you wanted to. But they come out super fluffy, but they'll fall a little bit. It's not hard. Not hard at all, Marco. What's for dinner? I don't know. I've been, I've been terrible with really? this. Really? Yeah. yeah, I've been. Fu- yo, this. I've been fucking some food up. Yeah. What have you been fucking up? What? What I have yesterday? I had Reese cups. <laughs> I had. Uh, I had some pizza yesterday. Chicken wings. <laughs> um, chocolate covered cashews. What um, was the occasion? Super it, wasn't, it was Saturday. Nah, so I, I'm I'm gonna have a colonoscopy on Wednesday. I just want them to. So, uh, I so want all kinds of. Yo, you wanted to, to give them obstructions? Right. Like, <laughs> what is this? Sorry, you eating too many cashews. Right. So I'm 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 uh I'm a little nervous about my colonoscopy. I don't know what you know it entails. I know all I have to do. Are is you nervous police. about the act of it nah. or the, or the result of it? No, no, no. What I'm nervous about is the protocol beforehand because I gotta call. I'm gonna call the office because I gotta get it on. I want to get it on paper before. So. Tuesday, I'm not going to be at the Banyo on Tuesday because I'm literally going to be shitting my brains out most of Tuesday from so it's like a normal midday. Tuesday, no, no. From midday, I have to start taking um, like Dogalax, dope, which is a Dogalax, like the powder with the water and these pills. So they want you to, you know, I'm supposed to clean Dookie it all Lacks. out. Huh? Dogalax. Dogalax. <laughs> so I'm going to be cleaning everything out. So I've been going kind of hard body karate, as I've said in the past. Yeah, I forgot to mention so. this before we, because it feels like we're wrapping up. I mean, yeah. Well, how much time we've been on the mic? Ah, man. We've been going for an hour and 21 minutes. What? Yeah, people love it. They do it. They do. They do. Yeah, we're for the people. We're for the people. It's like, <laughs> man, <what's> <laughs> Come on. If you know the reference, let us know. Let's see. I went to a gun show a couple weeks ago. You, yeah, we didn't talk, talk about it. I thought you talked about it last on Tuesday. Did we? I don't your, think so. Your no. gun show. Yeah, we didn't talk you about it. You said the guy with his truck, he, he beats We talked truck. about it. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. Oh, you didn't go into it? We didn't no. go into it? No. Okay. Go have you guys it. ever been to a gun show? I, I have. Because I, I went to the one in Valley Forge. Yeah, it's I've very strange. i wanted to. Yeah, why not? There, there are tons of them. Yo, yeah, you want a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire? 
Yes. Maybe some combat axes. You, oh man! Well, they well, sword. One, Did you I'd get like the swords? A sword. It's a good place to get knives sword, too. Kni- Yo, and you could get five dollar knives or yeah. five hundred dollar knives. Yeah, yeah. So you they get, got it all. They they have it all. Yeah. You can probably get the uh, sword too. Flamethrower. Yes. I, can you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a company that sells flamethrowers. I've been looking at those for a while. Yeah. I really want well, to get one. We can use that for home defense or just for shits and giggles. Home defense. Yeah. Well, who's the outside gonna de- of my home, not the inside. Who's going to defend your house from the flamethrower? That's no, I would do. I would use it. I would stand. Oh, my perimeter porch. for like somebody breaches yeah. the perimeter. If there's a crowd out front of my house. Gotcha. Yeah. You go scorched earth. Like a January sixth type crowd. Flamethrowers in modern uh, warfare anymore. By the way, not, I mean, is it against the Geneva Convention? I, I don't know if it is. I don't abide by that convention. I don't but, abide uh, by the Geneva Convention. You know, but I think it's a. It's not. It's Tim, you'd appreciate this if you wanted to join a white supremacist group. You probably could have. Yeah, or start one. Yeah, I'm sure you're halfway there. More than nothing to say three, about three that. Quarters. Your silence is definite. No That's comment. No so, comment. You, so let's let's go into it. Did you pick anything up? First no, of all? it was one of the. How many three dollar guns were there? <laughs> I don't know. It was the paralysis of choice. Yeah, it was too yeah. much. Like I'm, gl- there must have been a hundred thousand square feet of convention space filled with tables, mm-hmm. guns, right. and aim. I was Donald going Trump flags. Uh, not a lot, but enough. Of course. Let's yeah. go Brandon flags. Probably lots of those. Maybe. It's a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was pretty amazing. I've never been in one place with so many guns in it. Yeah. Are you, uh, is there any kind of gun that you would want? No, I mean, I already own a few, so, and I'm not looking to get any more. I'm glad we ta- we're talking about guns because I have something to say. I want to okay. talk about this part. But, uh, There's no gun just- you would want? No, nothing that I could think of off the top of my head. Maybe a scorpion, a CZ scorpion would be the only thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm not looking to get one. So right what now. were you? What you were just there for shits and gigs? I was maybe gonna buy uh, range rounds. Okay, but it was just I, I was too overwhelmed. By the end of the day, I didn't feel like carrying a. How box. long were you there? Like three hours. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Walking up, I would have a hard time not buying something if I was there. Yeah. I was exhausted. Gotcha. Just just walking around. Yeah. It was pretty pretty interesting. And there were some odd tables there. Like if you wanted to buy a pelt, if you want to buy really? like a wolf pelt. You okay. Could, yeah. Beaver? Wolf pelt. Beaver? I'm not sure if there were any beaver pelts, but maybe you could have requested one. Uh, if you needed your gutters cleaned. That was a gutter, gutter guy. That a gutter guy. Yeah. Uh, any interesting ear hustling? Any interesting conversation? No. There was you a couple mean? guys that the, my friend who I was with said, oh, those are one percenters. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't sure if he was. I think he was referring to like real motorcycle gang guys. Yeah, but I. But or those guys, you usually know who they are. One percenters, like they they weren't wearing. They didn't have their colors, colors on, on, but they, they they were walking around, and there was just something different about these. Because there's another set guys. of guys, aren't they? Like three percenters or something like. There's another set of guys. Tim, do you know about the th- the one percenters are outlaw motorcycle gangs? All right. but yeah, but there's another set of guys, like January six guys that that was. Yeah, I don't know. Some bullshit. I don't know anything like about that. Like type shit. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And there was some sovereign. There was a sovereign citizen table. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. We know. We know about. <laughs> we know about that horse. That horse shit. So it. So there was not. You didn't pick anything up. I didn't pick anything up. I. I. What? Because I didn't have anything. In my where I'm like, hey, if I see the, the CZ uh, Scorpion, or uh, the blah blah Mossberg blah, at right. this price, I'll pick it up. Gotcha. Right. I was just like, all right, if I see some rounds at a decent price, I'll buy them. I was just like, whatever. And uh, did by you the see end, anything you already have at a better? No. Price, you know what? Price? No. The, I, number one, I didn't see because I own a couple Berettas, so I didn't see any Berettas there. Mm-hmm. Everything you saw, everything else, but no, not really any Berettas. I did see a couple Beretta magazines that I could have picked up, but I wound up not not bothering. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So I, as, as will you re, will you one day return to yes, another? I one? will return if you want to go the next time. I will go with you. Right. It is an amazing yeah, sociological study. Why not? I don't think you would. I think you would have a blast. I love you, that they, kind of shit. Yo, they would you love know what, like, my favorite thing? You. I like going to like they would love you. the old like farmers markets that I used to go to when I was a kid, where they have they have a lot of tables like that. Yeah. Where you can buy all kinds of weird well, yeah, shit. Flea markets. That's what you mean. Do you, are like you farm, market? We call them farmers markets. Mm. What about flea markets? Like flea, flea markets, markets were. I always thought of those. They would be like set up outside in a parking lot. Okay. Farmers market is a place. It was like a place like you could buy a lot of like farm stuff too, like. Vegetables. Was it in, indoors? There was indoor, and there was also an outdoor. Indoor section. and outdoor. Or yeah. if you want to keep your hoe out front, they had remote hole, control car hole, races in the hole, back. Side roll, side holes. There might be a petting zoo. Got you. You know. Now I, I have a question about yeah, uh, guns. Have you ever filled out any doc- documentation to be a reference for someone else's for someone else who purchasing guns? Um, not guns, no. No, Marco, never, never. Now, if you were to do this, how would you feel about? How would you feel? Helping someone purchase a gun depends or, on who they were. Gotcha. Totally depends. Like if it was somebody I thought was fucking crazy and unstable and mm-hmm. irresponsible, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't. Feel so should someone it. who who is who does something like that should they feel responsible if this person that goes on to carry or what have you or purchase guns if they get involved in something? No. Do you have to like? Do you think you you need to have talk to yourself saying I'm doing this? I'm helping this person in this way. But I have I absolve myself of any responsibility. Here's how you do it. Let's go. If if you're somebody puts you as a reference and you don't think they should do it, then you should be honest when you give the well, reference. Well, that's clearly clearly yeah. yeah. And if not, so if you if you're honest, you'd be like, yeah, I think this person's responsible. Um, you know, I think they'd be a perfect candidate to carry a gun. Mm-hmm. How many then, people do you feel are perfect candidates to carry guns that you would you'd rep for? Because I'm a reference to carry or a reference to own? Let's say, we'll we'll say owning or carrying. It could be either one. It's a a big difference. There is a big difference. And I think, I'm going to be honest with you because I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, you know, think think of it in this like savior type of fantasy type shit because it's not. It's real shit. Um, But, you know, if you're, you know, you're at home convincing yourself that you're going to fend off an army is going to be what it is. I just recently had somebody offer asked me to buy their gun so I could hold it for them so then they could buy it back from me later. I'll do it. I said, fuck no. Fuck no. The answer yeah. to that is fuck yeah. no. Yeah, I said, nope. No, not no. comfortable that's at some, all. That's crazy. Yep. Um, that's some crazy to shit. To carry a gun? Yeah. Not many people, because I don't... I mean, I know a lot of people that do carry guns and are trained and stuff, but there aren't many people that I would... Vouch for? V- vouch for to just carry a gun. Yeah. But I think everybody should have one. I think it's a big I, number one. Number one, I think that is a big, yeah. huge ask to put someone down as a reference right. on this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, like you. That is a, a conversation that clearly needs to be had ahead of time, of course, yeah. and talked about mm-hmm. and, and made sure because I don't know if there's a lot of people. Number one, I don't know if there's a lot of people that I would ask right. to be a reference on something like yeah. that. Yeah, because it's I, like I say, I think a lot of people fantasize, and a well, lot of also people because of what you're alluding to, to the responsibility. Stuff. If that's I, what, I, I, what I'm saying is, if I do this, I, do I? You know, I'm you're not I'm responsible, not responsible fam. but you can definitely feel guilty afterwards if something yeah, well, happens. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that that therein lies the rub. You could, you know, you're right about that. I could, you could, you could, but uh, how had and, I not? Would so it, this person, yeah. if you put your name down, are they? Do you think they should have a gun? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, they probably. 
it's okay for people to have guns. I don't have an no, issue. No, no, no. I, what the, I don't the, think. What the I question think, is binary. What I don't think. Excuse me. It's no, either yes or it's no. It's non-binary. That's what we're doing. <laughs> should they should they carry a gun? Yeah, they can carry a gun if they want. I know they sure. can. Should they? I don't think. In your should. opinion, nobody should carry a gun. Not, Not even police officers. Yeah, they should carry a gun. Okay. They get hired to do it. They get trained to do it. They know what they're supposed to know what they're doing. Do they do the right thing? No, they don't get it right all the time. But you know, you you do it, and I'm just you know just absolving yourself of any responsibility. Sure, you, if there's there isn't any liability for the people who do the references, but it's just something. You can that, always get pulled into a lawsuit, my friend. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. But it's just a then question just, of a uh, being um, being comfortable with it and uh, doing it. You know, only for one person, two people, three. It just people. depends on who the person is. Yeah, I mean that's always that's always how it lies. My question is more is uh, my question is more of do you feel responsible if you did something like that for somebody? No. That's really what it's about. No, unless if I thought the person was fucking crazy, I was like, yeah, man, just go. Ahead. No, that's clearly not. No, and I, and I gave him a good reference. No, would, no I'm not. That's not the. That's not the thing. My my concern is is not that that if the person's ability to to, no, to I use it I, I you know i just don't think i'm just a more i don't think you're not, more guns is an you is are the never answer. responsible for other people's actions okay, okay. there we go uh peace